You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Our King, Chris Myers, back in our lives. C.J. Stroud and the Texans uh, win last week against uh, the New Orleans Saints, and as a result of that, uh, and also, you know, the fact that he's awesome and uh, Devin Achan's hurt for Miami, uh, C.J. Stroud is your your betting favorite now to be Offensive Rookie of the Year and a, and a pretty big favorite to an Offensive Rookie of the Year. We'll get to that market coming up in just a second. Steve Berline from CBS Sports will join us in 20 minutes. Pro better Joey Kanish stops by in 40 minutes at 5.20 p.m. Eastern time. And one hour from now, for all of you, hashtag sickos out there, bets of steel earlier in the show, featuring bets for tonight from hockey legend Jeremy Roenick, coming up one hour from now at 5.40 p.m. Eastern time. Evan Silva still to come as well, and all our bets Thursday Night Football for the Jaguars and the Saints still to come as well. But, Jake, let's fade the music up here, and, Ken, let's get into Offensive Rookie of the Year, where, as we, as I said a few moments ago, C.J. Stroud out to a minus price now to an Offensive Rookie of the Year. Stroud, minus 145. Puka Nakua is now the second choice. Uh, the Rams rookie wide receiver is 5-1. to one. Bijan Robinson, actually... Our guy Adam Chernoff came on earlier and was like, hey, Bijan stunk last week. Also, like, Arthur Smith gives the ball to Tyler Algier a million times, and Bijan runs, like, 90 passing routes. So I, I didn't really agree with Chernoff there, but, like, the numbers have not been great for Bijan. Hashtag it's not what you want. Bijan plus 550. Jordan Addison, 16 to 1. Uh, Zay Flowers at 20. Devin Achan, who's out for, like, at least another three weeks, 25 to 1. Uh, Lions rookie tight end Sam Laporta at 40. Jameer Gibbs of the Lions, who's going to be like their their future back this weekend, it looks like, with David Montgomery out. And Rasheed Rice of the Chiefs at 50. Jackson Smith and Jigba, 66. He's starting to get more involved in the Seahawks offense. Bryce Young is 80-1 to with the Panthers on their bye. And a new play caller after the bye, an offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown. And I figured I would just throw this out there because I'm sure, like, I don't know, Ken, if you've been asked about this guy already. But, like, you know, what if Tyson Bagent is good? And, like, he just keeps playing for the Bears. He's 150-1. to 1. So I just figured I would toss him in there just because he's starting this weekend for the Bears. Uh, thoughts here, Ken, on Offensive Rookie of the Year. P-squared, B-squared, NFL Awards continues. Yeah, the the Bajent thing is, is funny, right? Because it's like, well, like, Brock Purdy last year, like, didn't... When, when was Brock Purdy's first start? Like, week 9, week 10, maybe something like that? Later? Um, and and won every start and like actually got votes. Now that was a really bad offensive rookie of the year class because people missed a lot of games and, you know, like Garrett Wilson had the best numbers sort of. And just, if it's going to be like, the, you know, that Brock Purdy played for Kyle Shanahan. Like that's why that case was made. And that's why he was able to do that. And like, cool, like Tyson Bajen can be good. And I don't, I don't really care, honestly, like yet, 
uh, and I don't have to care yet. Uh, this is the award that's the closest to being over. Not that it's close to being over, but it's the closest to being over just because of attrition. Because, like, people just can't stay healthy and can't get a stranglehold on, like, the feature role in their particular offense. And so, like, there's just not a lot of competition for C.J. Stroud. And it's the the lack of competition is starting to get so jarring that I honestly think he could start playing worse and he'd still win easily, which is, like, really wild because, like, Bijan's just not getting explosive plays. And like you mentioned, like, he's splitting carries still. Uh, you know, Puka Nakua, like, can have good statistical games still, but, like, look what Cooper Cup did to the Cardinals last week, and, like, look what Puka Nakua didn't do to the Cardinals last week, and it's like, Cooper Cup's gonna be around for a while, and he's awesome, and it's not that Nakua, again, can't have a good season, but, like, Offensive Rookie of the Year now, like, that that seems kind of tough. A-chance hurt. Uh, you go down the list, Addison, like, that was Addison's best chance to have, like, a nuclear kind of a game. Like, Bears defense, no Jefferson, and he gave you, what, like, 50 and a touchdown? Like something like that. And it's got to be way better than that for him to win. And oh, by the way, it's the Niners this week. Like it sounds awesome. Uh, just it, you just look down the list. Like I, I'd love to make a case for someone else. We bet a lot of Stroud when HN got hurt, thinking that his price would improve and some Bijan. And I'm really comfortable to hold on to that right now. And I think I'm going to end up with the winner a lot of the time if Stroud stays healthy. So there's so little to do here at the top. Just like to bring it up, though, and you and I, I think, have talked hashtag off air or on air. You and I have just talked about this a little bit, and I do actually think that it's this will sound nuts, but I don't think it's nuts to Nick, and I don't think it's nuts to me that, like, is the second most likely player to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, Bryce Young. Not the most likely. Not the most likely. Is the second most likely. Like, Stroud is the most likely by far. But, like, we see what this is with Bijan. We know what this is, and it's not a winner. Like, Nakua with Cup back, we see what this is, and it's not a winner. H-hands hurt. Like, yeah, he could come back in four weeks, and then, like, would have to average, like, 250 yards. Oh, by the way, Mostert has 70 touchdowns. So just, like, he not a winner. Like, because of the injury. Like, Tank Dell, concussion. Like, not having Jackson Smith and Jigba. Roll can improve. Still the third receiver. Like, probably not a winner. Just, like... If Bryce, could Bryce Young just start playing better? Like, is that realistic? I think like, it already could happened. He just, right. He played but well like, against we Miami. They just gave up he played even on Sunday. Yeah. So it just like, can this happen? And what is the threshold where like, what does good mean where he could get back in this discussion? I know that sounds crazy because like, they've been the worst, the worst. And that's why his price is crazy. But like, he's the number one pick. If he ever started being good, you don't think this thing would catch fire crazily over like a two to three week period. So like it's these other guys are interesting and you need an like I think in literally all their cases, you need an injury for the case to like another injury in Addison's case, maybe or something for the case to even happen. They're all non winners to me. Stroud's a winner. And like if Bryce Young can get better, which is a big if a huge if. He can still, it's early. He can still be a winner easily here. Just like, look how far his price has got out to. So maybe it's not this week. Maybe it's next week. Like we have this week's games. Houston's on a buy too for what it's worth Stroud. And maybe it's like, maybe some book let Bryce Young get to 200 or 150 or like an afterthought price, right? Where like you just put a couple bucks on it. Like it's the number one pick. I, I honestly think. Maybe he's not the second most likely, but like maybe he is. He's at least in that discussion because 
He just has to play better. The opportunity's there. The problem with all these other guys is the opportunity's not there. Um, couple things. Number one, let's say that Bryce, like Bryce Young starts playing better. There is a narrative that has now emerged that will say, well, actually, hashtag well, actually, it wasn't Bryce Young's fault that he played poorly. Frank Reich is pre his play calling was prehistoric and now he has given it up to the like the Sean McVay understudy like the wonder kid Thomas Brown who's now going to be calling plays so I think that Bryce Young doesn't go under the bus I think Frank Reich goes under the bus and Frank Reich would also be credited for like giving the play that actually doesn't hurt Frank Reich but I think like excuses can be made for Bryce Young also the Carolina Panthers are on the bye this week the Houston Texans are on the bye this week when both teams return in week eight off the bye on yeah. Sunday, October 29th, they will play each other in Carolina. Panthers host the Texans coming up in week eight. So it'll be Young v. Stroud, the first overall pick against the second overall pick. And then on November 5th, the Panthers host the Colts with Gardner Minshew, not Anthony Richardson. On November 9th, on a Thursday night, the Panthers go to Chicago. I think that's a Thursday, at least. Maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. Anyway, they play the Bears. So that could be... So the, How many Thursday games do the, the, the freaking Bears play? <laughs> God. So anyway, we get... I just like, yeah, because that's what we that's what we need in primetime is more Matt Eberflus. Like, Panthers could be three and six, possibly. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Just like, it wouldn't be impossible for it to happen. And, I, and also, I'm a Bryce Young fan. Yeah. Also, uh, for people who are curious, like, your team record... Yeah, like, if it's Stroud versus Young and Stroud wins way more, then that will be, like, a tiebreaker or, like, an edge for Stroud. But if they both don't win a lot and Stroud has, like, three more wins, but Young has better stats at the end of the year, Young's winning. Like, that's what's going to happen. Like, this is, wins is not, like, some predictive stat. The, otherwise, otherwise, Brock Purdy would have won last year. He literally didn't lose. Like, it like, doesn't matter. Like, it not doesn't matter, but, like, doesn't matter to the degree you probably think it does. So you might think Young's behind because he hasn't won yet. I don't care at all about that. If the stats are there and they go five and 12, I think he'll win. So just like, I, it's again, this isn't like this is going to happen. Ken says Bryce Young's going to win rookie of the, like nothing like that. Just right now, like you have a really obvious, clear, unbeatable favorite right now who is properly priced. And you have an insane long shot that might actually be the most likely guy to catch him. And they play each other. Like, that's kind of nuts as, like, a handicap of a market. So I think this is going to dominate, like, the discussion of this market next week prior to their game. And I would not be surprised uh, if we are advocating even more strongly for purchasing some Bryce Young to go along with the strat we already have. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and Ken talking awards in the National Football League. I, I do want to mention this here, Ken, and maybe you can give us, like, a, just a thought on this market. Um, and, and we'll get more concrete information tomorrow on Friday. Uh, the Steelers adding star pass rusher TJ Watt to the injury report did not practice today with what the team said is a heel injury so tj watt does not practice with the heel injury obviously the friday injury report like will will mean more uh in a related story the rams are now three minus 15 for the game against pittsburgh on sunday uh so we don't know that he's not going to play maybe he plays and he dominates but a little uncertainty now um does that change the way you feel about the defensive player of the year market uh, no, only because, like, 
Garrett and Parsons are so short pressed anyway. Like if the idea was like, oh, well, you just bet both of them be like, well, I'm creating a bet that's like minus price that pays in six months and I can still be wrong anyway because Hutchinson can win or Watt could come back in a week. It's just like there isn't a great way to take advantage. Honestly, the way to take advantage of it is if he doesn't play, the Rams are way more likely to win. Like, obviously, uh, yep. uh, I, I don't think yep. I've ever seen a player so correlated to win loss record connected to their team than he is to the Steelers, where like the record when he plays is that insane and when he doesn't, it's brutal. Right. Yeah, a non-quarterback where the record, that's kind of what I was implying. I, I'm glad you brought that up. It's just a, a remarkable set of statistics of like when he plays and doesn't play and how the Steelers perform both ways. That game, by the way, and we haven't really, I haven't really said that yet. That is an insanely high leverage award game, by the way, too, that game, because you have two teams that like might get back in the playoff mix in their respective conferences. And the winner of that game gets a big springboard to do so. And the loser, you maybe lose interest in both coaches, especially in that game. Pretty interesting. And you got Cooper Cup, obviously, comeback player of the year also. I mean, he should have, whether they win or lose, you would think the Cooper Cup's going to have a good game. You know, because he's awesome. Uh, All right, so Offensive Rookie of the Year and an injury update on TJ Watt here in this segment. We will get to Defensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year as we move along. But man, we got... We got so much to do here in the next two hours of the show. As we, as I just referenced, we'll hit those three award markets. We got two great guests joining us in hour number three. Steve Berline will kick it off coming up in a couple minutes here. Steve Berline starts the hour from the NFL on CBS. Joey Kanish will give us his favorite college football guests uh, bets as well in hour number three. Bets of steel, all our hockey bets to end our number three and all our bets for tonight in the power hour final hour of the show don't go anywhere keep it locked here you better you bet nick and ken on a thursday